Hello, everybody. Welcome back. My name is Jason. And my name is Desmond. And we are the Single Guys Podcast. Still single. Yes. <laughs> Still single. And maybe today's topic, we will know why. <laughs> After today's topic. Maybe it'll definitely give a clearer picture. Yeah. Or maybe it'll make it even more clear to other girls that, yeah, these guys are not dateable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're just dumping ourselves into like uh, we're, we're drowning ourselves into a pool That It's gonna get harder and harder to come out from Yeah, yeah I believe so <laughs> Yeah So before we go into today's topic Let's talk about our Plugs Find us on Instagram yes. guys It's yeah. At guys, And our email is TheSingleGuys.podcast At gmail.com how long have we not said that? Mm, it's been a while. <laughs> and uh, uh, if you're listening to us on YouTube or IGTV, we are also on Spotify. Yeah. Now available in Brunei. <laughs> <laughs> and, also, and of course, uh, Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, again, in terms of our Brunei audience, we don't have that many, but... Uh, we seem to have quite a bit of international audience, actually. Yeah. Hello, friends in America. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Single Guys podcast. I hope you guys actually get some of the references that we're talking about. But it is not country-specific. Yeah. Like, the stuff we talk about are usually quite broad. It's uh, really quite limited. There are a few things that are country-specific. Yeah. Or maybe uh, even town-specific. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so... Today's topic came about because I was reading an article. Uh, let me just pull up the article here. The article was on refinery29.com. I didn't even know what website this was. But it came out on my um, Facebook suggestions or suggested pages. Oh, yeah. yeah. Facebook obviously knows I've been single for a long time. <laughs> yeah, let's push out this type of content to these guys. Yeah. You know, because like Facebook, uh, I think my status on Facebook has been single since <laughs> it's like 10 years already. And then uh, they obviously think this guy has a problem. He's got many female friends on his Facebook. Uh, let's push this article out to him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the article in question from Refinery29 was, uh, it, the topic was, why settling was the best decision I ever made. So it's an article by, uh, written by Christiana Bede. Uh, it actually came out in 2019. And uh, 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 let me just read the foreword of this uh, topic. So it says here, most people are terrified of settling in their relationships. And the term settling, me, uh, the term settling, was highlighted in quotes, okay? Uh, And it continues like this, but don't we all fall in love with imperfect partners in the end? Susan, uh, with an asterisk, so obviously not her real name, (laughs) is a 30-year-old Londoner who's about to get engaged to someone who, on paper, probably wouldn't meet half the criteria on her ideal partner checklist, yet is the person she sees her future with. We asked her to tell more about the fantasy of love, the reality of relationships, and why settling doesn't always mean that you you could do better. Yeah. Yeah. So, basically, in a nutshell, settling in this article's case means that she's going to go marry someone who, um, yeah, just basically doesn't meet her criteria. Yeah, and I think a really good way to put this is 
kind of paint the difference? Because initially when I heard this topic and I was like, man, <laughs> I definitely am not the type that, you know, I would settle. I mean, previously, uh, I mean, when we get to it, you know, we will talk about, you know, our experiences or our thoughts yeah. about this. Um, but I guess if you want to really dissect this, um, it's more on settling. It's more on committing yourself to someone who is... Uh, not your ideal mm. Right So I, I hate the word settling But I would say that You know You just commit to someone Who is Far from your ideal And actually When I brought this topic Up to you You brought up A very good point Oh yeah It was um, You said that Settling Is actually quite different From uh, So the two Two uh, Situations Which you highlighted Was yep. Settling for the Imperfect partner Versus Dating to settle Correct And in my The way I read this topic It looked to me like It was dating to settle But you were thinking more In the, ca- in the case of yes. Settling for the Imperfect partner Yeah And how, how do you highlight These two differences? I think To me um, There is I think the only difference In these two Is kind of the standards That you have Okay I would feel Because uh, I have come across something recently and it does make a lot of sense in some ways uh, where when you're talking about the ideal partner, right? Everybody mm. has kind of like the ideal person, the okay. ideal romance, the ideal love that they're trying to chase. The ideal um, look, the ideal physical, right. uh, uh, I don't know, what do you call that? Physical checklist? Yeah. And, you know, all these things, um, I think I came across in TikTok or something. Wow, TikTok of all places. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know you can learn useful stuff on TikTok. Uh, yeah, but, you know, all, all these things, it's... um, How do I say it? It... It's... Settling for the imperfect partner, I don't know. Like, maybe it's just... Uh, Want, uh, not wanting to make the best of a worse uh, Not a bad ah, situation Alright You know <laughs> Just recollecting my train of thoughts It's You know When you have Sometimes when we think about this ideal partner right It's more of The image that we portray mm. About them Okay Yeah Right it's, it's like you imagine your life With them And you portray them to be of a certain type A certain character And you kind of Tailor them to what you like And what you expect and that becomes your ideal when they're in fact not this type of person at all. So basically putting your expectations of them onto them. Yes. That so is yeah. Correct. Okay. So in the, uh, uh, a very easy example is a girl may expect the guy to be the man of the house. Yep. Right? To fix the plumbing if something goes wrong. Correct, but correct, the guy correct. is... Not that kind of person He doesn't have that skill set Correct And then when he can't do it That Expectation from the girl Actually fails Yes Yes Yes. So even though she thought She had a man of the house But that man was not actually that uh, He just doesn't have that skill It's not that he's not a man Correct Correct So a lot of these times It's It's uh, it's pretty much self-sabotaging At the end of the day Yeah So I guess if you have too much Of these expectations It does become Detrimental to the relationship, we consider detrimental. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so okay. Again, settling for the imperfect partner in this story, uh, at least in this article, 
Um, this lady, Susan, is that her name? Susan. Oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot her name. Hello, Susan. Yeah. So she, uh, in a in a nutshell or in summary, she was saying that with this guy that she's about to get married to with her fiance, there was no sparks when they first met. Okay, they met as uh, friends of a friend, well, like mm-hmm. in a group mm-hmm. of friends, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's no, there was no point where it was like, oh, I'm so in love with this guy. Yep. Right. Yep. And uh, and she admitted that she, uh, the guy has always been more interested in her than vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and in between the so that was when she mentioned that she met this guy. This was like years ago. So obviously, in between, they dated different different uh, partners. She had a boyfriend. He he had a girlfriend. Blah blah blah. Nothing worked out And eventually They got together And when they got together It wasn't like Again No sparks flew Because they already Knew each other Mm -hmm, They already mm -hmm, knew each other mm -hmm. Even the first time There was no spark When they did get together It was more a case of Yeah I know this guy Mm -hmm. For quite long He seems like A decent guy Uh, Let's give this a shot And then it turns out That He was always um, He was right for her in ways that she never knew existed. Yeah, that like, makes sense. Like she didn't know she needed this kind of partner who can do this kind of thing and compliment her. Yeah. All she thought yep. was that she wanted a exciting uh, jockey of a guy. But actually oh, yeah. this guy yeah. has other skills that she needed but was not aware of. Yep. So yep. in her oh, sure. yeah, yeah, in her case Settling meant that she discovered a new side of relationships that she was never aware of and never knew that she needed. That's correct. That's correct. Yeah. Oh man, I, I really feel... <laughs> <laughs> this can go into a lot of different directions. I mean, I think certain people... This applies to us, a, a, a particular group of people who can commit to such a thing, right? Okay. Um, but I think it also depends on how long you've known this person. Because I can totally understand, I can see it from the kind of uh, perspective where you've known this person for a really long time. Uh So obviously, I wouldn't expect sparks to fly, right? Certain people, you know, they're okay with that. But certain people, I think, also needs uh, that spark. That I think that spark acts as a reassurance that you are romantically interested in this person, right? Right. Um, But of course, you know, let's say if you're dating. uh, your I don't know childhood friend like in all the dramas and all the stories or whatever it is I'm not saying it will not happen like you know it will not work out but I think it works a lot differently than if you meet someone I don't know you walk well, to someone into the str- uh, like along the street and you bam electricity hits and it's like ooh <laughs> <laughs> but you see right sparks can only happen when it's someone you barely knew correct so if it's someone you've already known for a long time, mm-hmm. there is already a bond, not a relationship bond, but uh, a, a bond that ties you together yes. already. Yes. So it is natural that there is no spark. However, there is a different kind of spark that can happen, even yep. though you've known each other for yep. a long time. Yep. And this goes back to one of our previous episodes. <laughs> Actually, two of our previous episodes. So one of the previous episodes I was thinking about was... That episode where I talked about dating your ex's BFF. 
yes. Because, right. because remember, in that episode, guys, that was, uh, <laughs> I don't, I think it was like episode 15. Um, but yeah, so in that episode, oh, right? Yeah, episode 15. Yeah, see? Uh, in that episode, <laughs> I actually mentioned that if you dated your ex's BFF, she already knew your bad habits. Uh, she yes. already knew what you were like. So there is that bond that actually, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. that she already knows. It's not a relationship bond, but you can fall for each other because she's already seen your bad side. <laughs> and <laughs> and definitely more accepting. Of yeah, and more, more aware. <laughs> sure. And uh, uh, it does go back into another one of our episodes, which is episode eleven. Right? Yep. Where we mentioned, is it okay? Well, the topic, the, the title, the title of, of the podcast, podcast yeah. was, is it okay to have a criteria in a partner? Mm-hmm. Because when you are dating to settle or settling for somebody, that, that implies that you already have a criteria. Correct. And is that a good thing? Correct. Go back to episode 11. <laughs> so I think a lot of the... The things that we talk about, especially when it comes to things like criteria and checklists, I think the mm. biggest differentiation that we want to make is that, you know, while yes, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of ridiculous to say that nobody has a criteria. I yes. Mean, right? Yes. I think everybody has a certain, Correct. you know, certain criteria. You've got to have some sort of criteria. Yeah. Right. But I think the main um, differentiation that has to be made here is that there is a difference between having a criteria slash checklist and between... Uh, looking at people's red flags okay. or your own red flags in that sense that you know yes you can have a checklist <laughs> recently uh, you know, I was talking to a friend and we were both saying that you know when you're looking to a date in your 30s like we've sort of the term that we use was lower our standards okay. but that's not really what it meant it's, it's, it, it pretty much means that we've gotten rid of some things in our checklist mm-hmm. but we still pay more attention to the red flags Okay. so we're more picky in that sense uh, you know, avoiding the red flags, but definitely in terms of that that unnecessary checklist, the too idealistic partner that we're looking at, you know, he has to be or she or she has to be a certain height, a certain mm. figure, a certain uh, income bracket or whatever mm. it is. I mean, that can go out the window. But okay, so um, you mentioned getting older, mm. right? I'm nearly forty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nearly 40 and in terms of my checklist or criteria, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. obviously I have a certain, uh, I have checklists, yep. but I don't need everything checked. You ah, see? Yes. I have a list. Optional. Yeah. So I have a list, but not everything needs to be checked. Yeah. Yeah. Because number one, why? I'm a realist in the sense that oh, yeah. I'm not everyone's checklist either. Yeah. Yep. I've got flaws, That's I've correct. got imperfections, which I'm well aware of. Yep. So I know I won't meet everybody's ideal checklist. Correct. So instead of a checklist, I have a list that can be checked. <laughs> ah! I love it, I love it, I love it. Which is the exact angle that you know, this article is coming from. Yeah. So um, I mean, initially, when, we, oh, when I heard of this, I'm like, mm, you know, I don't like the word settling. And I think when you look at it from a different angle, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, so that in terms of the list to be checked, and uh, I bring this back up again because of the fact that we are getting older. 
Mm-hmm. Not just me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, not just you. <laughs> me included. <laughs> <laughs> Where both of us are aging and still single and still the single guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> still, still, well, we're not renting. We're just talking about being single on the podcast. I mean, you know, if, if next Chinese New Year rolls around, you know, I mean, if any one of you uh, girls out there want to rent us, yeah, yeah. we'll be open to it, we'll be down. But you know what, we, we should use that for another topic as well. <laughs> Boyfriend for hire. Yes. <laughs> but um, yeah, so as we get older, my checklist remains the same. Mm-hmm. But what needs to be checked is different. Oh yeah. So... Uh, in terms of uh, the physical, the mental, the educational, they're all there as categories. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always been a fan. Okay, physically, it's always been easier to um, to cross out one or another, right? Yeah. In terms, yeah. in terms of physical, I've always liked a girl with a bigger hip. Mm-hmm. I'm a hip guy. Mm-hmm. Some is, some guys are a face guy. Some guys are uh, yeah. For a lot of people out there, you know, who don't know, FYI, every guy has a type. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's so, a fact. <laughs> you can't deny. So girls, if if you're talking to a guy and he says he has no type, he's fucking lying. Yep. <laughs> he is lying out of his ass, yep. and that, my friend, is a red flag. <laughs> If you're asking a guy what uh, what's his type and he say nope he doesn't have a type he's lying. You know my type. Ugh. Yep. <laughs> nope. Absolutely lying. Wrong answer. <laughs> but yeah, so I've always been uh, a, a hip guy, a hip guy. Mm-hmm. and I uh, in that checklist for the physical side, if she doesn't have a face or she doesn't have the front or or it's like she doesn't have to be a ten out of ten in everything. Yeah. I can accept if she's a 7-10, 7-10, 7-10, 7-10, but the hips has got to be there. <laughs> the hips has got to be a 10 out of 10. It's got to be there, man. I don't care. <laughs> the hips must be there. Oh, gosh. Everything else, I will reduce. I don't mind. She's got to have hips. <laughs> But Jace, our topic for today, why settling was the best decision? I, I settled for all the other categories. <laughs> I still need my standards, okay? <laughs> so this is, this is actually quite a, a, a small tangent. What if this girl is a 10 in every other category, but a 7 in the hip category? What would happen then? Wow. Would that cover the <laughs> shortcoming in, in quotation marks? 10 in every category except mm. for the hip Actually, if she's a 10 in every other category and a 7 in the hips, I probably would not have tried even. <laughs> that big, eh? that big of a deal. Yeah, man. It, that's a deal breaker. <laughs> it's, it's really hard for me. I don't know why. I've always been... But hey, man, that, that's, that's just you being completely honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really respect that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've... Uh, I don't know. I've just been the hip guy (laughs) I think it makes sense I think it makes sense I mean like certain girls also have criteria where you know they're like oh I can only date taller guys Mm. that's completely fine yeah until you fall for someone that's shorter (laughs) yeah (laughs) well you know that hasn't happened to me up your world (laughs) well maybe maybe (laughs) maybe the reason why I've still been single all the while is because I've always looked at the hip girl when there might have been a 10 out of 10 in every category just a 7 out of a 10 in the hips and I just haven't spotted her because I'm like you haven't met my criteria (laughs) maybe I don't know right (laughs) true 
maybe I should open up my my um, not my desires, but uh, open up the options, options to yeah, to not yeah. have that ten out of a ten in the hip department <laughs> and look elsewhere. So okay, another pet peeve which I have, right? Again, we're going into just physical. Mm-hmm. Okay, because like I said, physical is really one of the easiest categories to define. Oh yeah. If yeah, you're talking yeah. about personal, I also oh, have a checklist. It's just deep, that, that goes yes, really it goes really deep. Uh, physical, I'm not a fan of the protruded jaw. Uh, I get what you mean. Yeah. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. No, yeah. And I actually think some girls are really pretty, pretty with that kind of protruded jaw, but yeah. I'm, it's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fair enough. Um, but that's not to say that I have not been attracted to someone who, with a protruded jaw, which I was su- surprised. I was like, ooh, you know, but uh, I mean, just being attracted to her is not like I'm going to go date her or whatever. Lah. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, they, yeah, they it's were. Also very true. There have been cases like that. I was like, that's weird. I don't usually write, like this feature, but I found myself attracted to her. Yeah. 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 Okay. So. <laughs> Oh, I've gone into myself. <laughs> and, and I've talked about whether I would settle or uh, settle to date, date to settle. I don't know. Oh, what's the correct order? <laughs> I think there's a difference if you say date I to settle. I think set- settling for imperfect partner yeah. is what the article is. So the question now is, would you or have you settled? Actually, yeah, uh, come to think of it, yes, uh, there was a point in uh, one of my relationships where I have thought about uh, settling. Okay. Right? And... What happened? So, like, when you were... I mean, things was a little bit rocky, obviously. Mm. Uh, that, 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 oh, that's kind of like the typical story of a couple that kind of settles. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay, so go on. So I think, well, the majority of people who actually go through these kind of things, it's, it's, it's going to be majority uh, can be broken down into categories. One is when they're looking to, you know, like get married or being proposed or things like that. Uh, uh-huh. The other one is when you go through a breakup or close to a breakup. Okay. Right? Because at one point, um, you know, like I was thinking about it. I was thinking, you know, that I'll be dating this girl for quite a while. She may not be... The ideal mm-hmm. partner that I'm looking for, uh, but then again, you know, like like what you said earlier, right? That that holds a lot of truth. It's well, I'm not perfect either. So, I was thinking, should I just settle? Mm-hmm. Right. So I was thinking that you know, um, I was actually very willing actually to settle down um, with this girl, although being imperfect as she is. But obviously, you know, that was um, at a point where the relationship was kind of rocky and, you know, I was still deciding to not give up on the relationship, Okay. right? Um, I'm still a little bit traditional in that sense that, you know, I would still try to fix the bulk rather than chuck and throw it out and mm-hmm. just go for a brand new one, right? So, you know, steeled myself, committed, you know, like, all right, you know, let's make this work. And obviously, um, well, certain things happen after that. And, you know, there was just another red flag and you went, nope. Fuck it, I'm out. <laughs> so, you have tried to settle. Yeah. And it did not work out for you. No. I think at that time, um, I was already on my final straw. Okay. So, it was it was, it was final lifeline. And, no, nah, man. I think, at the end of the day, oh, there's a really good uh, quote 
about this, uh, whether or not if you made a very good decision, is that you know years down the line, and you think if you had to relive that moment, would you still make that same decision? And I've thought about it a couple of times, mm-hmm. and if being put in the same situation again, you know me being who I am now and knowing you know what's gonna happen and being put into that situation, I would not have settled with her. Okay. So I think in in a, in a lot of ways, I see where this article is coming from. Yes, uh-huh. you can settle with someone, um, but still make sure that person is a quality person, not just trash. Settling for settling sake. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think. Well, that's a great quote actually, because I never thought about it mm-hmm. with any of my exes. Um, jeez, would I have settled? I think in terms of what I would have done differently was probably be more patient with one of my exes Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, uh, rather than break off the relationship that fast because I was really quick I was like you know what screw this shit I'm not gonna handle this nonsense Uh, we're done we're done so I there there is a part of me that goes I should have been nicer Mm, I get you yeah Yeah? Uh, or I should have been more patient Mm mhm uh, should have given her a bit of a chance. But, in my mind, I always knew if I had given her a chance, I would have enabled her. Yeah, that's correct. And I don't want that. Correct, correct. Which is why, you know, like like we've mentioned before, like there is such a huge difference when you're talking about checklists and when you're talking about red flags. Because these red flags, I feel, should still not be ignored when mm. you're settling, you know, with, uh, settling uh, with a partner. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> so, in would I have settled? Probably not. Yeah. I don't ever actually see myself settling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it's gonna... She's gonna be like... She has to be a 10 out of 10. So many categories. <laughs> so many to settle. <laughs> that song by Shakira, Hips Don't Nine, is should be my jam. Oh, man. that is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's your anthem right there. <laughs> Um, yeah, maybe I should make that the theme song for <laughs> or my phone 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 ringtone. <laughs> but yeah, it's just one of those things which I don't ever see myself doing. Yeah. But we know people that have settled. Oh, oh well, there are a couple of interesting stories with regards to that. Even as recently as this year. Let's put it that way. Okay? <laughs> This year, uh, we're currently now, I don't know, five months in. So, we've seen friends who have settled. The, mm. the real question is, what if someone better suddenly comes along? You see, that's, that's the, the risk that you run, right? Right, yes. When you're settling, it's, you know... You that... know that person's not meeting everything. Yeah. And... Yeah. One day, you might be with this guy or this girl that for like two years and you've settled. You're like, okay, I'll, I will accept her bad habits. She will accept mine. I will accept her flaw. She will accept mine. All of a sudden, a new character pops up. I don't a know. A new challenger. A new yeah. challenger. <laughs> it's like in a video game, right? <laughs> um, press... Press start to challenge or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Someone, someone inserted their, their arcade coin. Yes. <laughs> All of a sudden, a new character appears. Maybe in the office. Maybe in your church group. Oh, yeah. Right? And, and you find, wow. This guy or this girl meets everything I wanted. Yep. Yep. What do you do? Like, what can you do if you had already settled? Correct. Like, what's... 
in the uh, I mean okay so we've seen friends right that even though they are in relationships when somebody popped up in their life and that person meets all the criteria we've seen that person flirt with the other person and in her settled relationship mm-hmm. uh, they argued they fought obviously you know but that can be excused one time yeah right yeah. I think one time is fine you can argue uh, you can argue for that but if it continuously happens, what are you gonna do? You're gonna see. Let's say, let's say this person that suddenly meet meets all your criteria, right? Is someone say you go to the gym with, or uh, you meet in the gym, right? Maybe your partner is not the gym type. Your partner might be a Muay Thai guy, yeah, or a, a weightlifter guy, yeah. 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 Whereas you are doing the cardio classes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then this fellow. Who meets your criteria is also a cardio fellow that goes to all these classes. So what you gonna do? You're gonna you still need your exercise. You're still gonna go <laughs> see this fellow. Um, you're still gonna talk to him, obviously. Yeah. What what yeah. what can you do? So this is the reason for me why I never see myself settling. Right. Because it's not that I uh, I'm I'm generally okay like. If the girl, so one of my criteria has, has always been if um, she has to be a good communicator, right? That she can talk about her feelings, that she can express herself well enough. I'm actually willing to forego that. Like I can settle if she can't speak mm-hmm. that well mm-hmm. for herself. Mm-hmm. Because you know why? That is an area which I think I can teach. Yeah, that makes sense. Because... I've obviously dated somebody who, where English is not her first language, mm-hmm. and we got along. Um, I used to think that that was never possible, but because I was in that situation, I was willing to settle, and I had the, the I guess, balls to try <laughs> and actually say, you know what, I'm going to teach you express yourself better. <laughs> it worked. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I mean, of course, in the end, the relationship fell because... <laughs> Not everything she could express well enough. <laughs> but I, I understood her enough uh, that it was uh, good enough for that period while we were together. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I just don't see myself as that one, that person yeah. who would so settle. I, I really feel that, you know, the real essence about this article, you know, even, like, even coming back to this, it's, you know... It, when someone else, uh, someone better does come along, mm. right? The kind of things that you're settling down, right? Like when, you, when they, they talk about settling down, the things that you're giving up, um, it has to be one of those that is pointless to me. It may seem important, but it's actually pointless, especially in life. So let me give you an example. Things like, oh, she has to be of a certain size or he has to be of a certain height, mm. right? These things don't play into the person's character, their decision-making, right? I feel like these are more important things that mm-hmm. people should be looking out for. So when you're settling, get rid of the things that are unnecessary, right? You can settle for a guy who's shorter, example, mm. or, you know, someone who may not be as well-educated, right? But if this guy treats you like a queen, that's a completely different story, mm. right? So I, I think still at the end of the day, you know, when... when Actually, that's a very interesting uh, example you gave because I have a friend who is now in Australia, she used to be here, where she would not 
date somebody who's shorter than her. <laughs> I've heard this a lot of times. <laughs> and, and her logic behind it actually makes sense. Oh, interesting. Because her logic is she's already short. Okay? <laughs> okay, okay. So she wants a husband who is tall so that when a kid grows up, there's a 50% chance the kid will be tall. <laughs> Better odds. Yeah. Rather than if she's dating someone short or of her height, and uh, the kid has no hope <laughs> of ever being tall. Because she knows what it's oh, like. Oh, the future! <laughs> she knows what it's like. And, and she uses that same reasoning to say that she wants to date somebody handsome. Okay? My this friend, she's not exactly um, the most prettiest girl. Right. Um, she is pretty if she makes an effort. But she's not the type to make that effort, like to put on makeup. Uh, always. Yeah, she's like kind of lazy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but her logic is she wants to date someone who is tall and uh, a bit more on the handsome side. Then I always question her. Because at that time, she had this one guy who is like way overweight, does not look the part, going oh, after okay. her, and, but treated her like a princess. Mm. Was her colleague And like Bought her lunch Buy gifts And all that stuff He tried really really hard And she just kept rejecting him wow. Poor guy But anyway Thanks, Yeah uh, uh, In the end She um, Well because of work She moved overseas to Australia yeah. And now she's with a guy Who is tall And somewhat handsome I guess uh, So she did find somebody uh, <laughs> Along her criteria yeah, 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 yeah. Now, okay, I guess the best way to close out this topic, right, is actually the question is where do you draw the line? Yeah. Like, do you know what you really need? And, and they, they mentioned this in the article actually. So they said, do you, really, uh, do you know what you really need and what actually makes you happy? Because in this article, this Susan, she said that she chose stability. Yep. Over a fairy tale. Yeah. But but she is with someone now where she feels like he's her best friend, where there's trust, honesty, and respect. These are the three things that probably can make or break a relationship that is hardly ever in anyone's criteria or checklist. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Trust, honesty, and respect. Trust, I've seen it on people's checklist before. But they never actually follow through with it. It's a uh, nice to have rather than a um, criteria. Yeah, this this the topic on trust can be a whole another episode on its own. Mm. So much that can be said about it. But yeah, definitely. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So question is, where do you draw the line? So audience, if you know, hit us up on Instagram. We are um, at the dot single guys. Uh, tell us what you think. Tell us where do you draw the line. Tell us. Will you settle? Maybe tell us why you won't settle. <laughs> yeah? So, uh, hit us up there. Uh, I have been Jason. And I'm Desmond. And we are out! <laughs> Peace.